0: Welcome to Life on Ten. Hello, everyone, and happy November! Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it's November already. I feel like I was just at your house eating Halloween candy. All the Halloween Vanessa. candy is
1: gone. <laughs> it it is? is all gone. That well, okay, was a lot of candy. We, we, no, we got rid of it. Like I, I took it to the electronic ICU and i said here take it all get it gone
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow that was
0: that that holiday went by really really fast okay yeah. before we start though i must know your kids who did they dress up like who were oh, they
1: they salem was a you know generic skeleton it was super cute he liked his costume like it glowed in the dark and he was all excited about that mm-hmm. so he was just a little skeleton guy and um Selma was a vampiress. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm gonna just call it like a pretty, pretty vampire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she was a, an adorably beautiful vampire.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you and Robert
1: dress up? No. No. We okay. just we just barely made it around the neighborhood. That was our that was our goal. <laughs> I made I was working nights that week. So it was like I was a zombie. I went as a zombie. <laughs> In real life. In real, In real life. life. Exactly. In real life. Uh,
0: I am, so speaking of kids, today's topic is going to be about
1: moms
0: and women who choose
1: to work to work while being a mom. While being a mom. Yeah.
0: So you have that career over here, mm-hmm. motherhood over here. How do these two come together? We integrate them so they work. Yeah.
1: yeah. Ideally, we integrate them so they work. Ideally.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing that's surprising me. As I speak with my nieces, and they're in like late 20s and 30s, one of the things that they're so concerned about that baffles me is how they might get sidetracked mm-hmm. if they decide to have children and then the other thing I have a couple of nieces that are expecting and their concern is how in the world am I going to walk in and tell my manager or my or yeah my leader that I'm expecting yeah
1: and it depends on on what type of job you have and what type of career you have right so I know people that have jobs that they're you know they're not super focused on advancing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They like, they just, this is a, this is just a job. Like it is literally just a job. I show up Monday through Friday. I collect my paycheck. I go home and they're excited to tell their bosses at work that they're pregnant because they know that when they leave, somebody else is going to come in and fill their job Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever's going to happen. And then they're going to come back and they're just going to keep doing what they do. Um, uh, for example, a, a nurses, right nurses for the most part want to be nurses like they they many of them don't have aspirations to go into administration leadership you know positions they became nurses to take care of patients so they have their shifts they do their thing and and so for them when they tell their providers that they're pregnant they're going to have a baby and they're going to be out for it's no biggie to them everyone's super excited and we're planning baby showers right off the bat i mean it's like a totally different thing whereas the physicians I'll give my experience when I went <laughs> into chair, tell <laughs> that I was pregnant. First off, my first time I was pregnant was in fellowship. And when you tell a fellowship director that you're about to have a baby, you now mind you, mine was pretty wonderful woman. And she, you know, I, I felt very supported. But um, when I did go in to tell her, I had in the back of my head like, okay, now my fellow my my fellow colleagues are going to have to cover for me because I'm going to be out for this time. Mm-hmm. By the way, how long am I going to take? Oh, I'm going to take four weeks. That's all I took. That's all That's you all I took. took? And it was all my vacation. I took all my vacation, put it together into four weeks, and that was my maternity leave. Literally just took my four weeks of vacation and put it all there because I didn't want to... And this is one of those things. I didn't want to extend my training. I didn't want to have to stay in Durham, North Carolina for an extra two months or whatever time I wanted. I was right at the end of my fellowship. I just wanted to get home. That's all I wanted. So I had a C-section and went back to work four weeks later. No,
0: you did not. Yes. I had a C-section. Yeah. I was laid up I know. for six weeks I know. and oh I, my God. I'm telling
1: you, it was like, it's just crazy. And you'll hear that story from physician moms over and over again that that we we like literally are like having babies up and at them and, and back to work ASAP. So it, it wasn't, it, it was a little bit terrifying the first time. The second time I, I was more worried because I was having to tell a private practice group, my current group, mm-hmm. I was the only, uh, there was another female physician in the group with me, but I was, she had already had her kids before she joined. So I was going to be the first female ever to have a baby in this group. And I remember when I told my colleagues, it was it was funny, one of them, uh, when I said I was going to be out for three months and he was like, what? When I had, when uh, my last kid, we only, I only took a week off. <laughs> and I looked at him like, like there was some equivalency there. I, I, it, he wasn't even thinking. Like, it's almost like he saw me just as an, another bro, right? Like another guy. What do you mean you're going to take three months off? Yeah, like, dude, I'm carrying this thing and then going to have it and all the fun stuff that goes with that. So, um, it was, it was interesting. And then I had, I'm going to say a completely negative experience when it actually came to the telling of, of, you know, my, like my boss or whatever, that I was pregnant at the time, the person who was the CEO of the company at the time, um, he made a joke which. I think it was a joke. I don't think he meant anything by it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But the joke, it confirmed a fear that I had. (laughs) And that was that, you know, uh, people are going to be upset with me or, you know, because I'm, you know, we're already thin as it is and coverage and now Mm -hmm. I'm going to be gone for three months. And so when I said I was going to have a, I was going to have a baby, he said, Vanessa, is this a PMA approved pregnancy? And it was a joke. Like, I know it was a joke, but I literally, like, froze inside and felt all the blood drain from my face. I mean, I literally, it took me a second to realize he's kidding, that it wasn't, you know, that he didn't really mean that. But the fact that I even for a minute thought that it was real is kind of sad, just going, showing you the shape of, of what it is to have a baby in, I'm going to call it high performing, you know, careers where, where people are, are really striving to build a legacy or build a career and move on to next levels and and do various things. Cause it's very different depending on the job that you have on the fears that you have about having babies.
0: Wow. Wow. I, I believe you. I mean, lately I've had so many discussions with women, high, you know, high performing women who I'm just amazed that they have that reservation of of sharing their pregnancy and then so much anxiety around how is this going to affect my career? Yeah. How is this going to affect my, you know, I have this schedule, I have this, I have this trajectory idea of where I want to be. How is this going to affect me? Yeah. I, I found that very, very interesting and um, I was wondering if men have that same thought process is that something that they consider?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I know I'm not going to obviously I'm not a man I'm not going to speak for for all men. I know that there that recently mm-hmm. in a lot of my partners um, that their wives have been having babies. They they've been very very concerned about getting their paternity leave and taking time off and spending it with their wives and their children and 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 I've it's they're all you know the young ones. They're like in their early 30s, uh-huh. you know, like they're they're just fresh out of fellowship. Because it's culturally, I think we've started to realize that men have the babies too. They may not physically be having them, but they need to be a part of that bonding process. This is their child. Like they are, they're 50-50. They helped create this baby and they need to be a part of its life at the very beginning. And so I, I think we, people are realizing more how important paternity leave is, mm-hmm. um, not just maternity leave, but how both is so important. And, and it's, but they, they, the first thing they did is so funny. They called me, that's a, how did you, how did you swing your maternity leave? Tell me about it. How did it work? All this kind of stuff. <laughs> and it was funny because they actually had the same fears and concerns that I did. How is it going to be paid for? What are we going to do? You know, blah, blah, blah. And, and so it was, it was interesting that they did have the same concerns Um, they may not have had career concerns, but the, you know, the, like the nuts and bolts of how you do it. Right. That was a concern for them. They wanted to make sure that they got the time that they needed, um, and that it was paid for, that they were going to be able to make their bills. You know, that, that was a big concern I had too, you know, obviously.
0: Sure. I mean, that totally makes sense. I, um, that's very interesting about me and it's, it's, um, it's enlightening to hear that, that they kind of have that same experience. My question, and it's just a rhetorical question, um, is I'm just wondering where does that, that, because it's almost like guilt sometimes some women experience. Yeah. Like, I'm letting my colleagues down, or someone is going to have to t- pick up and take, mm-hmm. you know, the projects that I'm working on. Yeah. And then there is, it seems like there's this guilt around that. And sometimes women, is, you know, are they like they're beating themselves up about that? And I'm just so curious. I'm wondering, like, is that coming from society, or is this an internal thing that we have as women that we take that responsibility on that we can't let anybody down? Yeah. Even when it may be detrimental to us. Yeah.
1: I, I, I mean, I- I, so I I think when you look at how women had to fight mm-hmm. to get into the career field, right? And, and to be taken seriously as a legitimate part of the workforce. Um, I think a lot of those women, you know, the, the women that fought before us, right? The ones that had to, you know, start careers, they, a lot of them only got their careers because they were childless. You know, many of them, you know, were able to advance. And so I think we, we are building our platform off the backs of a lot of women who as they you know became these car- big career women they either didn't have children or they had a lot of support and they you know it wasn't as big of an issue for them mm-hmm. so i think that's a start of it the other thing like i i look back on my mom was you know worked pretty much the entire time i was a kid And, but she was a nurse. And so she had a lot, you know, a lot of flexibility Flexibility. and was able to work a night shift when I wasn't, when my my dad was home with us and we didn't really know she was gone. And so I think a lot of women go into those jobs where they know they're going to have the flexibility and the ability to do things. So that has left women out of a lot of different professions that are not kind to women. And if we want to have a diverse workforce and have the, input of women in this world and at the boardroom table and in various we have to be able to support them to make it friendly for them because when a man goes out on leave and has a baby um and you know comes back he's not pumping he doesn't have to worry yeah. about making sure that he produces milk for his child and that his stress of his job might affect that mm-hmm. Um, You know, there's so many things that men don't have to worry about when they go back to work that Mm -hmm. women do have to worry about. And so I think these companies that are realizing that and and making workforce, you know, the workplace more, you know, friendly to them, um, I think they're the ones that are, they're going to win out overall. Like, you know, making sure that women can succeed and thrive in your corporation, Mm -hmm. you're going to, you're going to succeed, I think. Yeah, it's it's
0: it's it's worth the investment. Absolutely. And so um just reading an article from Harvard Business Review and in it it said that around the world, speaking of that maternal leave, we are seeing a trend. There's a trend towards legislating longer, yeah. longer paid parental leaves for mothers and fathers. Yes. Yeah. I I was speaking to someone, um <clears throat> I can't remember exactly, I just know what country it was, but I, they had like eight months, eight months. Of, oh yeah. Of, and I'm like, Some people have oh, like a year oh my gosh. where they're off. Well, and sh-
1: everything's paid for. Oh,
0: I know. Yeah. But, however, I remember, um, all of my family has been in education. And so I remember when my sister had my niece and was it six weeks? I think it was six weeks. And I just recall What that was like to pick your six week old baby up and then hand them over to a daycare, to a daycare or a stranger. Yeah. And then when I got pregnant, I had a C section. Mm -hmm. I'm like, on the sixth week, is the that was like when I just started to feel better. Somewhat
1: normal again. Somewhat normal. Somewhat
0: normal. And that was week. I didn't, I didn't have to go to work, thank God. But I'm in my mind, I'm like, how do you do that?
1: Yeah, it's I mean, it's hard. That that was one of the driving forces behind Robert being a stay at home dad Mm. was because we were we that was never a plan for us. We were looking into um, all we you know, we found all the daycare options. and, And that was our plan was that, we were, because he couldn't take off that much time. No. And so we were looking at, okay, what's the youngest that they will take her? Oh, my god! It literally was in our decision process. Let's find a daycare that has the youngest age that will possibly take her, and I'll take four weeks off, and then you'll take two weeks off after that so that we can get it through to six weeks, because that was the age. Yeah, right. Six weeks. Six weeks. Okay and then we were looking at how much and and I, both of us were just we were sick like we were it made us oh ill gosh. thinking about and it was funny because before we had her it we didn't really think about it but once she was in our arms we were like oh my god we can't let her go and i and i you know i feel for parents that don't have the luxury that that robert and i have mm-hmm. that one of us can stay home and that we don't have to make that decision and so we never let her go we robert you know said Well, obviously we've worked so hard. You're not going (laughs) to, we're not having you stop now. I haven't followed your ass all around the country for the last, you know, whatever years to make (laughs) you stop now. So, so he said, you know, I'll give it a shot. We'll, we'll see how the stay at home dad thing works. And it's worked beautifully for us. And I think a lot of women physicians that are doing really, really well actually have stay at home dads, um, because, it works really well for our schedules and our lifestyles.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know if there is as, as exceptional as Robert. He's <laughs> extraordinary. Um, um, but I would like to believe that others are they, like they, him. They do. They exist. are. Okay. I, they I've exist. Heard it's they hard. Exist. I don't know. I haven't seen them. They're like unicorns. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but they're telling me they exist. Um, one of the things that um this particular article and a couple of other articles I read. Which really piqued my interest and it said that when women take longer maternity leaves sometimes there are some negative repercussions for that
1: yeah. yeah i mean they're gone out of sight out of mind right another worker starts you know might get the next big case or big client or something mm-hmm. they have the ability to shine and and get noticed by the right person and then mm-hmm. now they're the one that's always there they may not be leaving to go home they're you know where's vanessa oh she's pumping Oh, well, where's John? He's sitting right here. I'm going to have him do this job. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of that out of sight, out of mind thing is I think present in our career. You know, when you, when you take that big of a chunk of time Mm -hmm. away, I've talked to my best friend um, who has really excelled in her career and has not, and, and never had children. And she straight up told me, yeah, I really think that I'm only, I've only done as far well as I have and gone as far as I have because I didn't have kids. She said, it was so easy for me to do all the things that I did at work because I didn't have kids. I was able to jump onto a phone call with Malaysia, at, you know, whatever mm-hmm. time, because it was not a big deal to her. Right. right. And uh, she said, I, she said, uh, the thought of having children and having to do that at the same time, she's like, it makes me sick. Like it makes me ill. So she recognizes that she yeah. had that ability to do it. So um, I, I, it totally exists. It totally yeah. exists.
0: What would you say to, I'm just thinking about some of our audience uh, might be thinking, well, you know, you're having children in by choice. Yeah. You don't have to you have, have children. To have exactly. And so knowing that this is what type of, um, I guess, world we live in work world, mm-hmm. you know, career wise, when you make that choice, then you should also anticipate these you know, possibilities yeah. around um, being judged in the office yeah. by your colleagues, or having to have that difficult conversation with your leadership, yeah. or or and or feeling a little uncertain about your career path. Like yeah. those are all things you should expect. I don't like the don't, word know, "should." Those are all things that are possible once you decide to have a child. Yeah, and just being like you know. The other I mean, side, the flip side of it. That is,
1: but it's, I, I, and I'll just say right back, why Why should we have to, right? I mean, that's a, that's a question that we've been sitting here like mulling around. Yeah, yeah. The fact that we even have to have this thought enter our mind. Mm-hmm. Men do not have the thought enter their mind when they have kids. Right. You know, it's, yeah. it's it, it, okay. And the other thing we have to talk about is that it is a standard that people have kids, right? You don't, not everybody has to have a kid, but I'm just saying, It is, the world will end in 100 years. There will be no more humans if we do not continue to procreate, right? Like, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. If there are no kids, then the human race, gone. Mm -hmm. So people are going to have children. So why are we making it so, why are we penalizing women for being the ones that carry them? That's really what it comes down to. There's going to be babies. But we are specifically penalizing women for being the ones that have the uterus that actually carry them. (laughs) And it's, and it's, I mean, we, we already know that our uterus has been penalizing us for years, (laughs) but but it's, it's, I think we're, we're getting sick of it. Like it's not even a getting, we've been sick of it and we're getting more vocal and we're saying, why? And I I laugh all the time, and I make light of it when I tell people Robert's a stay at home dad. I say I'm living the dream that <laughs> men have lived for years. Yes, you are. I really am. Yes, I'm, this you is. Are. I don't have all the concerns and fears that a lot of working moms have. Yeah, you are. And it's you just are. not fair. Yeah. It's not fair for them. You,
0: you're living the dream, Vanessa. Yeah. Um. I I do want to say I think that whatever your career or job, and that's that you are still facing like the same stressors so because you said earlier about you know if you have this career path and it's kind of different I think that no matter what you do you are still experiencing those same stressors yeah even if you might not be thinking about I want to move up to management or something like that you're still leaving a job where you are asking well not asking where the role you play um the responsibilities that you do are going to be left
1: for yeah. the other people, people other cover. people
0: to cover. Yeah. So one of the things, and I, I know we're going to wrap up soon, but one of the things that really like tears my heart like apart, and also makes me very angry, is when women feel like they have to explain, um, their pregnancy, like not even explain it, like have to justify it. Yeah. Like coming in and justifying, yes, I'm pregnant. And I just want you to know that I still care about my job and I'm still going to come up, be a hundred percent. That like, drives me nuts yeah
1: like we're, we're creating a um like a, a business plan and we're yeah. like hey so just want to let you know I'm pregnant yeah but here are the benefits of this pregnancy mm-hmm. and here are the drawbacks and I assure you I will meet Better. this this I mean that's kind of what we're doing yes and it's terrible. exactly but yeah. my question to you so my and my question to
0: you before we came on is I'm wondering where is that coming from is that coming from society or is that an internal thing that we as women are just we've adopted we've internalized this this place of 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 being responsible or thinking we're respond we're so responsible for others that we take that on and it's guilt that comes up out yeah. of that
1: i think like, it comes from both
0: you think it's both I think so it's a both. society and it's messages we receive from society absolutely messages we received from our parents
1: yeah and 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 our own inner fears about our inferiority the fact that do we belong here the fact that we are constantly having in our minds to like justify that we're just as good Mm -hmm. um uh, you know as our male counterparts um that we do that all the time you know and so when you're constantly feeling like you know you don't necessarily belong there And I'm sure people of color have the exact same kind of feeling is that, you know, if they're, if they're always having to feel like, well, the only reason I got this job was because of the color of my skin. When, you know, when people say crap like that Mm -hmm. to them, then it's, it's like everything, every accomplishment that you have, is it really an accomplishment? Did I really earn that? Did I really do that? Or am I just getting it because I'm a token, whatever, right? You know? And so, so we, because we live with that feeling in our brain of, and it's not every profession. You go to profession that are female dominated Mm -hmm. like school teachers or, um, like I said, nursing, majorly female dominated nursing field. Uh, I don't know that that, that enters into their feelings, but you enter into a, a, as a physician, which is a male dominated, even though now 50% of med students are, are women, which is great. But as you go along, it is so arduous and so difficult. the, The training course, um, that, you know, a lot of the women are going to go to fields that are more flexible, and so you don't see a lot of women in pulmonary and critical care. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of us because it's a really, really, really He's hard thing, say, and it's, it's, not, family it's, yeah, it's not family friendly at all. It's yeah, it's just not family friendly. So you, women go tend to go to the family friendly fields, mm-hmm. and so um, and and yeah, but it's both. I think it's both. You're constantly worried. Are you going to be able to, you know, keep up? And you always feel like you have to work harder. You have to be better, prove yourself. Because if you're not, then you just, you just, you know, confirmed everybody's thoughts mm-hmm. about women physicians. Well,
0: welcome to our world.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> African Americans. I, can, I can't even imagine on it. It's a, it's on a totally different level. But you're absolutely yeah. right. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It,
0: it's it's um yeah, it's similar. Yeah. All right, life on tenors. Listen. Uh, You're going to laugh at us. Um, That's the conclusion of our show today. And we are going to, for the first time in 13 episodes, say this. Please like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe. Okay. As always, remember to live your life on your 10, your 10. Bye-bye.